Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Confessions of an IT Manager. Today we are actually going to uh, just do a how-to. We've talked about different concepts, different things, all sorts of stuff, and today is strictly a how-to. We're actually going to be focusing on VMware and moving a virtual disk between virtual servers. Um, It's a whole lot of virtual, but it's uh, pretty easy and uh, something that does happen from time to time and figured that I might as well cover it since it's something I was playing around with here recently and uh, you guys could benefit from it. So the first question that some of you might ask is, why do you want to move a virtual disk? Well, it's actually kind of simple. For example, and this is probably a a really good example to use for this, if you have a storage array or, um, you know, a file server that's a virtual file server, the way that you really should have that set up is your OS should be on one virtual disk and then your storage should be on multiple virtual disks that are separate Um, you know those are probably going to be two terabyte disks and you'll have certain shares on certain ones and they're just basically attached to your virtual server Um, say that you want to go through an operating system upgrade and go from your current version to whatever is the latest version in terms of operating systems it is actually going to be easier to build a new virtual server that is just a basic, you know, 80 gig hard drive, basically virtual disk um, with the new OS on it, which right now, of course, is Windows Server 2016. And then take those storage disks and actually just detach them from the old storage array and reattach them to the new one. And that's kind of what we're going to do. We're just going to walk through it real quick. It's really uh, fairly easy. Um, as long as you kind of uh, make notes of everything, and I'll, I'll cover what to make notes of here in just a second. Um, the really the only amount of work, not counting building the virtual server, um, is only going to take maybe like 10-15 minutes. It's it's a very fast and painless process. So before you move your virtual server, you want to go into your shares. Uh, that's under the computer management, and then shares on the left hand side there in the drop downs, and look at every single one. Uh, write notes of basically what the paths are or um, what the shares are, what drive letter they are, everything like that. And make note that any shares that have a dollar sign behind the share name is going to actually be hidden and not show up. But if you manually type that UNC path to that share, you'll get it. Uh, I actually do that with some with a tool folder that I use to get um, like virus scanning tools on, on servers and, or computers excuse me, and stuff like that. The other thing you want to do is click on each one and go into the properties tab. In properties, there is sharing permissions and security. And you want to make a note especially of what the sharing permissions are, but basically of what all those say. The permissions that are on your file server, on your folders, will move and actually stay with that drive. Those are embedded into your drive, your folder hierarchy, and everything. Um, But the share permissions will not. So that's the part you want to make a note of. So make a note of all that. And uh, when you're ready to move, um, you know, plan a maintenance window if you can. Um, If you're forced to move it, you're just forced to move it. But uh, plan a maintenance window and you can basically kick everybody out. And uh, what you do is uh, take in, you know, before you shut down your current file server, go ahead and rename it to something like dash old or, you know, whatever you want. And then um, register that with your DNS, you know, setup, and then shut that server down. 
Part of the reason behind that is because if you have scripts running or anything like that that is running on your uh, network elsewhere, you know, global policies, global group policies, excuse me, you can't talk today, <laughs> um, or, you know, there's programs that people have kind of custom written or handwritten, those are going to actually look sometimes for either a specific name um, or specific drive letter or stuff like that. That's why you want to try and keep it exact. So... Uh, you're good to go. We're ready to move. So now that your first file server is shut down, you can leave your new one on. That's perfectly okay. What you want to do is you want to go edit the settings of your VM. You can do that either from uh, if you open a console window locally in, in VMware, um, it's at the top under VM, uh, or you can just right-click on it in the main vSphere client. Um, or if you use the web browser version, you can click it in there as well. You want to edit your settings, and you want to go and uh, look at your virtual disks. Um, the easiest way to do that is it's already going to open up to the hardware tab. It will show hard disk, you know, one, two, three, four, five, however many you have. Uh, just single click them once, and then in the very top right, there's a section that says disk file, and it lists lists the path for you of where that disk is stored on your environment. You know, if you have multiple storage pools, stuff like that, it'll show you here. Um, take a screenshot of those, you know, make note of what they are, um, anything like that. When you are done uh, making a note of all of those, then in the bottom right there, there's a mode, and uh, make sure that that is set the way that you want it, independent, persistent, or non-persistent. You really won't have to worry about that now, but you need to know about that when you go and move it. Um, so make another note of that. Now what you want to do is you want to click the remove button in the top right above hardware. And it will give you removal options. Remove from virtual machine or remove from virtual machine and delete files from disk. Uh, you do not want to pick that second radio because if, it will remove it from the virtual machine and it will <laughs> delete it from your environment and that is bad so don't do that <laughs> don't click that at all that that would be a very bad thing to have happen just choose the first option remove from this virtual disk excuse me virtual machine so now that you have all your disks removed, you want to add them to your new virtual machine. So jump over to your new virtual machine. You don't need to shut it down for this if you don't want to. And uh, just go ahead and edit your settings again, hardware tab, add button, and then pick the hard disk. That will let you add drives kind of on the fly, kind of a hot swap type. And then the window that opens, it will give you several options. Pick the middle one, which is use an existing virtual disk. And that is the one that will let you select it in the next step. And you just go find that path that you um, made notes of or a screenshot or anything like that. And uh, once you're done, hit OK, get all your disks added. And uh, then you're done with the edit settings. Your next step now that all your disks are added is to jump into computer management again, except this time you're going to go to Disk Manager in the bottom left-hand column there, and you want to go look and make sure that those disks are showing up, the new ones that you added. You will probably have to right-click them and choose the option that says online. They will probably show as offline, and that's okay. 
um, go ahead and do that. You just want to make sure that that is what you want to do. Um, that'll actually let the operating system find them. It will not ask to format them. You know how sometimes that happens when you, you know, swap this. It won't ask to format them and it will already, you'll see the name with them and probably the right drive letter, but you can change that too. If you need to change a drive letter, right click on it and there is a change drive letter and pass, you can pick a new one. Now that those are online, you're getting ready for the next steps. The first step here is actually kind of twofold. One is you're gonna want to, since if you're trying to keep your new file server the same name as what the previous one was, now is the time to go change that computer name. So go change your computer name, apply it, and restart. And a restart is a good idea after adding those virtual disks anyways, just to be safe. Once that comes back up, or while that's restarting, I guess, jump over to your DHCP server or wherever you have your DNS server at, and you're going to want to go edit your uh, DNS registry for the new IP address of your new device. So if it's, call it, you know, file server 1, and it has an IP address that ends in, you know, 100.100, and your new one is 101.100, you want to change that IP to match your new one. What that does is that allows your computers around the company to find that, that server by name instead of just using its IP address. So back to those older programs or group policy settings or anything like that that I was talking about, that's kind of the key there that will help you um, make sure that those work. DNS does take a little bit of time to update, so don't be surprised if for the next you know hour or so as devices are on your network, um, they don't update right away. And you can force them to update by doing restarts, and if that doesn't really help very well, you can actually force the computers to update by opening command prompt and doing the ipconfig space slash flush DNS command. Um, if you're curious on more of that, I kind of just threw a whole bunch of stuff at you at once right there. Let me know. I'll elaborate on that more later. And so now that your server is back up from your restart and your DNS is set, now you want to start recreating those shares. Um, computer manager again, shares again on the left. Just right click anywhere or hit the button that says create a new share. And you just want to create a new share. And then just start running down your list. Um, this is will give you options to uh, pick what you want, what you want to name it and what drive letter it should be um, if you need to. And then um, it'll give you sharing permissions. If you hit the other permissions, that's where that's the bottom radio button out of the four. And then there's a customize button that will let you click on then. Um, and then that's where you can set your custom permissions for the sharing. Um, when you're done with that, you can actually hit a check mark that says um, rerun this wizard so I can keep doing it. You can actually, it'll leave that checked um, until you basically uncheck it. So if you have, say, 10 shares you want to run through, check it that first time, hit finish, and it will go right back to the start, and you just do the next one. When you're done, done, uncheck that check mark, hit finish, and all 10 of those shares are going to populate all at once. Um, so really, the only limit here is just basically how fast you can type in click. Um, and if you have a maintenance window, you know, no need to rush it. But that's what really creates those shares again. Now that your shares are done, the last thing to do is test. Um, you want to test from your computer. You want to test from a couple other computers. You know, remote onto them, walk out and see them, whatever the situation happens to be. Um, you want to make sure that you can get there, that you can poke around in normal folders that they can poke around in. You know, whoever that user is, if it's a shared computer, production floor, office, you know, whatever it happens to be. 
And um, like I said, you know, give it a little bit of time because of those DNS updates have to take effect, but it'll be okay. Once you're done testing and making sure that you haven't missed anything, then you're good to go. From that point on, you can create snapshots in VMware and you can, um, you know, add it to your normal backup infrastructure and everything will be, you know, just like it was before and you'll be perfectly fine. The one thing that I forgot to mention when we started, and um, I should have mentioned this earlier, but that's okay. We'll just call this section uh, additional notes. Um, before you do this move, you want to do two things. You want to make sure that you have a really good backup of your file server. Um, however, the method that is that you guys use that, whether that's Veeam or a different method, um, local or cloud, you know, it's up to you. But make sure you have a good solid backup of it um, so that if something does go wrong, you have it, you can restore it, no big deal. The other thing that you have to do is uh, you cannot move virtual disks if any of those have snapshots. So if you right click on a virtual machine, there's a snapshot and then snapshot manager. Um, right there, you want to look in there and see if there are any snapshots. And if there are, you need to delete all of them. Uh, the reason behind that is because otherwise it ties it all together and it won't let you move that single disk. But if you delete those and then uh, when it's done deleting them, which, by the way, if you're doing it for a file server, it will take forever. So just, you know, set it and forget it and come back tomorrow, basically. But uh, once those are done being deleted, uh, then you're okay to move those disks and VMware won't complain about it. One other thing that's worth noting is that if you are actually just trying to move a data drive that really doesn't matter on the shares, um, basically from one virtual server to another, you can actually do that hot swappable. Um, you don't have to power down either server. You can just disconnect and reconnect and move them all day long. Um, you know, that's kind of up to you, your situation and your environment. So guys, that's going to wrap it up. Um, if you have questions about any of that or are curious, shoot me a message. I am happy to answer, talk about it, um, share screenshots, whatever it happens to be. Um, there are tutorials out there on YouTube and, and stuff like that if you're kind of a visual hands-on learner. Um, you know, and if you just want to mess around with it, set up a test environment. Set up a couple small file servers and mess around with it. But uh, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next time.